This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Edgar Cruz. And I'm Bianca Mitchell. Tonight, we discuss the upcoming 2019 Children and Youth Day with our guests, Sharon Kane and Brian Urban of New Mexico Voices for Children. Then after that, we have a community calendar to help keep you updated with the important legislative dates. Before we jump into this legislative-packed show, we have some jams to get you hyped. Here is We Are Gonna Be Friends by The White Stripes. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends On Tuesday, January 15th, the annual State of the Children press conference will take place at the opening of the New Mexico State Legislature. Here to talk about New Mexico Voices for Children, Children and Youth Day is Sharon Kane and Brian Urban of New Mexico Voices for Children. Sharon Kane, Communications Director and Brian Urban, Operations Manager, will share some information and the purpose behind this youth-focused legislative event. Now, here is Media Justice Intern Kenya Alonzo speaking with Sharon Kane and Brian Urban. This is Kenya Alonzo with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Sharon Kane and Brian Urban of New Mexico Voices for Children. Sharon, Brian, welcome Hi. to Generation Justice. Hi, thanks for having us. Great. Thank you. Will you please tell us more about yourselves? Uh, my name is Brian Urban. I'm the operations manager at New Mexico Voices for Children. I've been um, part of the organization for about 15 years now, and I am one of the main organizers of what I like to call the coalition of planning the Children Youth Day. And I'm the communications director at Voices. I've been there only 13 years. <laughs> Sounds like so little next to Brian. Um, but I, I deal with the news media and uh, do the communications work. Great to have you guys here. Could you tell us about the work of New Mexico Voices for Children? Well, we advocate on, ha on behalf of uh, low-income children and families. Um, we work primarily with the legislature. We um, educate them about the state of well-being for children and families in New Mexico and uh, the policies that we believe could improve things. So a lot of that, those policies have to do with um, money, <laughs> where the state gets it and how it's spent. So we work on a lot of tax and budget policies. Uh, I always say that our three, one of our three of our main areas of expertise is trying to increase early childhood education in the state, um, as Sharon stated, tax and budget work, and also healthcare, um, making sure everybody's um, covered. Great, thank you. Will you highlight for us some of the data about children and youth in New Mexico and the research that New Mexico Voices for Children has compiled? Well. Um, as you may know, uh, New Mexico uh, ranked 50th in the nation for child well-being last year. That's a national ranking by the Annie E. Casey Foundation. Um, unfortunately, uh, that probably is impacted by the fact that we've um, had real austerity policies for the last eight years. Um, we've done a lot of 
tax cutting that has not created jobs. And um, so we've been really starving our uh, all the public support systems, our education, our health care, our infrastructure, everything, you know, everything that families and communities and businesses, frankly, rely on. So um, it's not been good. The New Mexico data book that we'll be releasing on Monday um, goes into the that same data a little more in depth. Um, we look at some of the same indicators that the national data book does. But then we also look at um, some data on the county level, some on uh, tribal and uh, school district level as well. So um, it's a good resource for people around the state who are um, – and so we look at indicators like, um, you know, education. We look at uh, graduation rates, reading proficiency rates, um, that sort of thing. Um, health indicators, uh, community indicators like uh, kids living in areas where there's a lot of poverty, whether they are live in poverty themselves. Living in a high poverty area is is not the ideal <laughs> situation. Um, and then, of course, economic security issues for families. Thank you. What are some of the issues facing children, youth, and families that New Mexico Voices for Children hopes to draw attention to? Well, you know, poverty is the big one. Um, unfortunately, poverty is a multifaceted problem, so there's no one solution. It's not just about not making enough money. It's also about um, living in communities that are not well supported. Um, it's about not having health insurance or not having any paid sick leave, um, not being able to afford childcare. Uh, so it's, it's a very complex issue, but we know that when children grow up in poverty, they are less likely to have the resources that that we all need to succeed in life, to, to enter school ready to learn, to have the social and intellectual skills that are needed um, to, to succeed in the classroom environment. You know, we know that kids who live in low-income families, they tend to um, get farther behind during the summer break, whereas kids from higher-income families can go to music camp or they can, you know, they, they, they study. And they actually come back from summer um, doing better than when they left. So um, these inequities really add up over, you know, the length of childhood and um, really impacts how well a person can um, fulfill their unique potential and become who they want to become. The legislative session starts on Tuesday. What does NM Voices for Children have planned for Children and Youth Day at the Roundhouse? A lot of things. Um, first, I want to emphasize that um, planning Children and Youth Day is definitely not just New Mexico Voices for Children. Um, I really try to build a coalition. Anybody's welcome to participate and help plan. Um, Generation Justice has been a part of this planning process. Um, so when I say this is what Voices is doing, it's definitely not just us. It's a collaborative effort. Um, I have just, my role has kind of been just gathering and organizing and making sure that um, things are just getting taken care of, but it's definitely a collaborative effort. So how the day begins, um, at 8 a.m., 
we are providing um, a chance for networking. We've invited organizations, anybody that really has anything to do with uh, child's um, health, uh, well-being, child advocacy. We invite them to table on the first floor in the halls of the rotunda. Uh, at that same time, we provide um, and offer an advocacy one-on-one training. Uh, we do that in English and Spanish um, to you know try to be inclusive as possible. At uh, 10 a.m., that's when we really get into the meat of the day, and that's when we have the State of New Mexico Children's Press Conference. Um, and at that press conference, we have both adult and youth speakers. And this year, we're having uh, a singer and some dancers, and we're having pre-K children do some songs. So it's not just a bunch of people getting up and talking. It's anybody who really wants to express themselves about um, what Justice Now, which is this year's theme, is about to them and in their communities and their lives and their houses. So it could be about anything that they want. Uh, James Jimenez, the executive director of New Mexico Voices for Children, he kind of does the welcome. Uh, Amber Wallen, our deputy director at Voices, she is the one who releases the Kids Count data, um, the new book release. Uh, and then we have presenters from other organizations that have been involved. Uh, we provide lunch and breakfast for anybody who wants to come and participate. And we also provide an opportunity to watch the state of the state address, which the governor always gives on the first day of the legislature. And there's also, if you're, um, if folks go to the Advocacy 101 training, which is free, by the way, and um, they feel up to it, um, they're encouraged to go find their legislators there at the Roundhouse and have a chat with them. Let them know what they would like them to do. Great. Thank you. Sounds like a very busy and productive day. It is. Why should youth care about what is happening in the legislature? I'd say what the legislature does, a lot of people, and probably especially young people, don't realize how much of an impact that has on their lives. But really, what the legislature does impacts whether or not your school has working computers or has leaks in the roof, <laughs> um, whether or not uh, your parent who earns minimum wage is making seven fifty an hour or more. Um, it impacts really every aspect of your life. Um, and people think that uh, civic duty begins and ends with voting, and it's that's really just the beginning. Um, you know, you elect people to represent you, but then you need to let them know what it is that you want. <laughs> and, you know, our legislators, they're just people like you and me, and really they're our neighbors. And, uh, you know, if you go to a school that has a specific issue that you would like addressed, um, you know, there's not enough money to buy paper or, you know, something, an issue like that. That's something your legislators need to hear, and they need to hear it from you. And providing uh, lunches and breakfasts that, you know, help keep our kids healthy from a day-to-day -day basis. One, one real tangible thing I'll mention is, um, I believe it was last year or, or the year before, because of the fact that there wasn't a lot of state money, um, the budget 
was such that seven school-based health centers had to close. So that means seven schools where kids could go and get their shot or they could go see the nurse about a sprained ankle or young people could get information maybe about birth control if that was available there. That means those are gone. They're closed. So, um, you know, the legislators need to hear how that impacts people. Thank you for sharing that and for really informing us. Where can people go to find more information about Children and Youth Day? If you look us up, um, look the event up, it's just called Children and Youth Day 2019. There's a Facebook event page for it, and that's probably the easiest way to find it. Great. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I would just like to say it would be great if everybody could come up and join us for this day. Um, the more of a presence we have, I think the more of a message we would send and just really support everybody coming up and joining us and uh, networking with all of the child advocacy groups and seeing however they can help. And really, the state capitol is everybody's building. And um, if you've never been there, you definitely need to go at some point and see it and and just go inside and 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 know that it's it's your building too, and the people who are working there are working for you. So if that intimidates you, then um, this this day on Tuesday would be a good day to to make your first appearance there and and learn a little bit more about how the government works. Right. Thank you. Uh, I just want to thank you both for taking the time to come here. I want to thank you for the amazing work that you're doing to ensure a bright future for New Mexico's youth. And yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. This is Kenya Alonzo with Generation Justice. Thank you, Sharon Kane and Brian Urban. I think it is extremely important for people to talk to their legislators and know the impact on schools and how we as community should improve. Thank you both Sharon and Brian for helping organize Children and Youth Day at the legislature and for the work you each do year-round. Now, here is The Kids Are All Right by Chloe and Hallie, followed by Revelation Steppers by NRG Rising. We don't really care about the trends you like to follow. You know what they say, they're here today and gone tomorrow. in this year's legislative process? Well, here are some important dates to keep in mind. First, Asian American Day at the legislature on Thursday, January 18th. Starting at 8.30 a.m., New Mexico Asian Family Center located at 115 Montclair Drive Southeast. 
Then, folks will head to Santa Fe at 9 a.m. The day will be filled with speakers and performers and a meeting with Governor Michelle Luan Grishin and other legislators. Tuesday, January 22nd is Deconstructing Racism Day. Deconstructing Racism New Mexico is a project of the Domestic Violence Resource Center, New Mexico Asian Families Center, Together for Brothers, and the UNM Community Engagement Center. For more information, resources are available at deconstructingracismnewmexico.org. And if you have any questions, feel free to email info at deconstructingracismnewmexico.org. And on Monday, January 28th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., the American Civil Liberties Union of New Mexico will rally for liberty and immigration in New Mexico at the Roundhouse. The ACLU, in partnership with Somos Un Pueblo Unido, CAFE, and El Centro de Igualdad y Derechos, will provide transportation to the Roundhouse in Santa Fe from Albuquerque and Las Cruces. For more information on how to join this Immigrant Rights Day of Action, check out the ACLU of New Mexico on Facebook or call 505-266-5915. Our next event is in honor of civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The annual MLK March and Parade will take place on Saturday, January 19th, starting at the corner of MLK Avenue and UNM before 9 a.m. The march down to Civic Plaza begins at 10 a.m. on the corner of MLK Avenue and University Boulevard. So make sure you bring your friends and your family and dress warmly to celebrate MLK. For more information on the march, route, and event, you can contact the New Mexico Black History Organizing Committee at 505-407-6784 or email info at nmblackhistorymonth.com. Our last event of the night is the New Mexico Women's March. The theme of this year's event is hashtag Women's Wave. Feel free to be a part of the event of resistance. The march will take place on Sunday, January 20th at 9.30 a.m. and 1 to 1.30 p.m. at Albuquerque Civic Plaza. For more information about hashtag Women's Wave, including exciting scheduled speakers, check out New Mexico Women's March on Facebook. And that's all for Community Calendar. We've reached the end of another hour of Resilience Resistance. We'd like to thank our guests, Sharon Kane and Brian Urban of New Mexico Voices for Children. And thank you to our interviewer, Kenya Alonzo. Tonight's hour of radio was produced by Kateri Zuni and Roberta Rael. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also active on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, the Conalma Health Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. And next, you'll hear We the People by Chance the Rapper, Do West by Kelsey Liu, and In My Own Skin by Ruru. I'm Bianca Mitchell. And I'm Edgar Cruz. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word. So stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. We want some heroes in our story. 
We need highlights for a nightlight. We need glory for a while. We want results. We want results. Hit our families, hit our folks. Bombs bursting in air. Oh, say, can you see America face? We share a pair of parents, took a care of the place. We just want narrators to pick up the narrative's pace. Put on a Worship the ground that you walk down below your pedestal. My mind puts you on to a throne soon enough. I'll outgrow. Didn't know my feet were too big for my shoes. Running in them led me to bruise. Skipping breakfast just to be in mother colors of the pavement in the city. Used to 